Span, and you are listening to The Big Cast. Now, here are your hosts, Grant Wakefield and Brody Gravitt. That's right. Welcome to The Big Cast, everybody. I'm Grant Wakefield. And I'm Brody Gravitt. And we've got a very special episode for you today. We continue our interview series with the coaches here at Haleville High School. Today, the head girls soccer coach, Jeffrey Witten, and head boys soccer coach, Alex Miguel, stopped by to discuss the upcoming season and what to expect and much more. But before we get to them, we take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, Brody, check this out. What is it, Grant? It's the brand new Haleville City Schools app. Oh, that's so cool. That's right. It's free and it's available on all, on all Apple and Android devices. Everything HCS, school documents, events, directories, alerts, and news are all available at your fingertips. Download, Download it today. So we are pleased now to be joined by the head girls soccer coach, Coach Jeffrey Winton. Coach, welcome and thank you for joining us today. I appreciate y'all having me here. So first off, what are you looking forward to most this year? Um, well, we've got a young team this year, so a lot of growth. Um, uh, I'm going to take the field with one, two seniors and one junior. So the rest will be uh, eighth graders, freshmen, and sophomores. So a lot of growth. We're going to have some growing pains this year. Um, but I'm excited for the future of this team because I mean, we got some talent on the team. So um, once they start coming together and once they start realizing really uh, where to be and how to do it and, and you know the, the right way to do it and stuff like that, we'll, we'll be all right. And you said you're a very young team this year, and you're going to be playing a lot of eighth graders. What is it to have people that may start from their eighth grade all the way to their senior year, especially in this league? Well, you know, soccer around here really is a little bit different than, like, say, baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, baseball got a really good little league. You know, I mean, both of you played. um, So from the time, I don't know, what, about six? Mm -hmm. So... uh, you got to really experience what it's like and learn the fundamentals at an early age. Well, here, we've got a little bit of one uh, here in the last few years, um, and we're hoping to continue to see that grow. But right now, most of my team, the first time they really touch a soccer ball is when they step on the field at tryouts. So um, I keep a lot of girls that uh, I have to see potential in. So I really right now when it comes to like tryouts, I look at, uh, are they athletic? Um, do I think they can learn the game? Stuff like that. So if they're starting seventh, eighth grade year, that's a big plus for me. By the time they hit 10th, 11th, 12th grade, they've already, you know, pretty much went through the, the basics, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, like the little league. So them starting seventh, eighth grade year, like last year, I had a seventh grader that started for me. Um, and she was just very, I mean, she was fast, she was athletic, and she just had to learn the game as she went. So it's a real privilege for me to be able to get them that young, and that's why we started a JV group. Um, that way they could get some actually gaming experience in. So them, you know, being a lot of seventh, you know, one seventh grader this year, but several eighth graders, it, it's really going to help out for the future. Um, going into that, staying with the players, talk about um, the talent this year, uh, your expected starters, and the talent that they bring to the team. All right, well, we'll start with our uh, one of our seniors. Uh, she's been playing since the seventh grade, um, Anna Blanco. Um, she's going to be one of my defenders. Uh, she's played defender pretty much her whole career, so she, I'm, I'm looking for her. She's real silent, but I'm hoping she can be a leader out there on the field for us. Um, 
Then we have our goalie. Um, this will be her first year to start goalie, uh, but she backed up uh, April last year a lot, and that's Cadence Walton. Uh, but the rest of them, um, still looking to see who's going to be uh, that leader in practice. Um, Neri Blanco has shown some uh, some ability to do that. Uh, Misty Center Maria has shown some ability to do that. So uh, as far as that goes, I mean, the leadership uh, is what I'm looking for as far as that goes. Now, as far as talent, um, I mean, you've got those, those names that I just said, they have talent. Uh, Mariana Blanco's got talent. Um, let's see. Uh, Emma Hollingshurst, uh, she's really came along. She's going to be one of my midfielders this year. Uh, so um, there's several of them that's going to start that have shown that they can do it and that they're willing to go out and do what I asked them to do. And another question. How long have you been at Halo City Schools, and when did you become the girls? All right, so um, this is my sixth year at Haleville and my sixth year as the varsity girls coach. Uh, it's funny, when I, you know, when I interviewed for the job here, uh, coming from Russellville, at Russellville I just coached football. Um, but in the interview, they asked, well, you know, would you be interested in coaching soccer? And I told them, I said, you know, I don't mind. I said, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Mm. I said, but y'all need to know. I said, you know, I've never watched it. I've never coached it. I've never, I don't, I never played it. I know nothing about it. And one of them in the interview said, well, don't worry about that. We don't either. So at that time, it had only been here a year. So it was still just in its baby mm. stages or whatever. So I got a lot of the stuff that I know now from Bobby Robertson. He was, he's been a tremendous help. Now he hadn't got to, because of his work situation, you know, he hadn't got to really help the past um, couple years. But, you know, there for the first four years, I mean, he was, you know, I, I had the title of head coach, but I, I gave it over to him, and I was learning under him, you know. So uh, everything that I've learned, I've learned under him. And then, you know, watching, you know, because then I had to dig into it and, you know, actually learn, you know, it's like studying for anything, you know. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, I've been here six years now. Um, and coached all six years. Uh, talk about the scheduling this year, uh, the games you have lined up for the season. All right, so you got our area opponents. Uh, West Morgan, they're, I figure they're going to be the big dog in the the, the area. Um, they usually, now last year, Russell overtook them. Um, but, I, you know, uh, we'll see how good Russell is again. You know, can they be consistent like that? Um, but Russell will be another one. So those are our two, I guess, biggest games. Then you got our rival, Hamilton. Uh, that's always a, a good matchup for us. Um, Lawrence County is in our area. And I think that's it. And then as far as outside of that, we'll play Mars Hill, which usually has a really good squad. We've got a couple new teams that I haven't got to play yet. So Elkmont and... Um, there's one more. I can't think of it right now. Um, but we're, we're going to see them. Uh, so that's, you know, two new squads that we haven't gotten, you know, that we know nothing about. Um, other than that, I think that's the main ones. We usually try to play everybody twice, um, especially in the area you have to, but the rest of them we try to play twice. So that ends up giving us, you know, around 15, 16 games. Uh, you can have up to 18. So, uh, But I try to keep it around that 15, 16 range. Because we do a lot of 
because of weather and stuff, you know, we have to cancel and reschedule and all that stuff, so. And soccer can be a physically demanding game. How do you make sure your players are in game shape by the time the first game rolls around? A lot of running. Uh, you got to, uh, there's a lot of running involved um, up until practices start. So, like, uh, during athletics, you know, that's really what we worked on was just conditioning. Um when I incorporate practices, I try to incorporate a lot of conditioning aspects to it. So it's not a lot of whole, you know, standing around and dribbling back and forth or passing back and forth. It's a lot of running involved. So it's like, you know, if we have passing uh, drills, you know, you're going to pass and run somewhere, you know, so it's all constantly moving. So the main thing is just, you know, you got to be in condition to play the game. Uh, so you're also the, an assistant coach for football here at Hayleville and at Russellville in your uh, past career there. Um, so how do you manage coaching both sports and spending time with your family? It's been a it, it's a uh, tedious process, I guess you could say. Um, I enjoy doing both. Uh, you know, football was my first love. Um, so I really enjoy um, doing that. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I look at it more like a hobby. Uh, so everybody's got to have something that they like to do, and that's sort of my like-to-do thing. So uh, once I get done with that, you know, as far as family goes, my wife is very understanding about the, uh, you know, the time demands and stuff like that, and she's very supportive of what I do. And uh, so, you know, I don't do a whole lot of things outside of, you know, coaching, uh, teaching, you know, other than, you know, spending, you know, time with them. Uh you know, I used to go uh, play basketball a lot, you know, two or three days a week when I didn't have all this. And now, you know, I may every now and then, you know, get to go one time a week. So as far as balancing, you know, just, to, you know, you just kind of set your priorities straight, you know, what's important. And, uh, you know, again, she's very supportive of what I do. She enjoys the fact that I enjoy it. So, um, you know, I guess that's the best way I can explain it, I guess. So much like any sport, soccer has positions on the field that are dedicated to a certain duty on the field. What different characteristics are you looking for in your players when choosing the position they will be playing? All right, so for strikers and defenders, you got to look for speed. All right, because um, the strikers or the forwards, they have to be able to um, get past the defense. All right, your defenders have to be able to keep up with the other teams, the opposing team's striker. So speed is a very important aspect of the game. Um, your midfielders are more about control. You don't necessarily have to be the fastest, but can you control the ball? Um, by control, I mean, you know, can you keep it at your feet and keep the other team for, from taking it? You know, uh, you know, a lot of people may not understand. You know, we call um, kicking the ball, like keeping it at your feet, we call it dribbling. All right, just like in basketball, you know, you keep it in your hand, got to constantly keep it moving. Same concept with um, soccer. You know, you got to keep it at your feet the whole time. So midfielders, we're looking for them to be able to control, and then everybody on the team knows needs to know how to um, trap a pass and deliver a pass. All right. By trapping, we mean catching it with your feet. Okay. So um, they, you know, that's that's an important aspect for the whole team. Now, the end of last year and this year, I've incorporated a different. Um, defense, I guess you could say. Uh, it's not it's, it's not anything that I've seen anybody do. It's just something that I tried one day and was like, 
you know, let's try this. And so we're going to incorporate this year and hope it has success. It had success for our last couple of games last year, so we'll see if that continues. Um, what have you what have you learned from your coaching career so far? Uh, you know, you learn several things. The main thing is you don't understand really, like, you know, when you're teaching, you don't really, a lot of times, get to develop that relationship with every student. You know, because you're going to have students that are reserved and you can't get them out of that or you just got students that just absolutely don't want to be there and, you know, whatever. With sports, you know, 99% of them want to be there. And so you get to spend that time with them and you get to know them and you get to develop relationships that last, you know, for a while. You know, I've got kids that I'll see that I coached at Russellville and they'll see me out and, you know, hey, you know, holler from somewhere. And you know, even though it may take me a minute to figure out who it is, you know, because they've, you know, grown since then, um, those relationships are, you know, something that I didn't realize that you could have, I guess, when I first went into teaching and coaching. Um, other than that, I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's just like being with a team. You know, when you were playing for a team, you know, you learn how to interact with your, you know, your teammates, you know, sort of like a family. And then when you become like a coach, now you sort of become like the parent of that family. So, you know, you have to, you know, constantly making sure that, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing on the field and outside the, you know, off the field and stuff like that. So those are, I guess, the two main aspects that I've really learned as far as um, the aspects of coaching. And this is a question we've asked all the coaches we've interviewed so far. What is something you want your players to learn from you and carry on in their lives? Uh, that's a good one. I guess work ethic. Um, you know, in this life to succeed, you better have a good work ethic. Work ethic. Um, so work ethic, um, treating everybody the same, uh, giving everybody, you know, I, I try not to treat one player different from another. You know, if my best player breaks a rule, they're going to suffer the same consequences as if, you know, my least best player uh, broke the rules. So consistency, uh, work hard, be consistent at what you do, and above, you know, always try to put God above everything and your family next. And then from that, them comes work. Uh, so just, you know, those, a few of those aspects. And this is another question we've asked uh, all the coaches. So what has been the most rewarding moment in your coaching career so far? You know, um, you would think it would have to do with football. But it was actually my first year coaching soccer. Again, I was new to it. But the year before, uh they, there was a player that was probably the best player on the team, and she never scored. Well, our very first game against Russellville that next year, she made a shot from about 20 to 25 yards out. And just the excite, you know, she came, like, she scored and came running at me, and, like, like I wouldn't expect she just, like, jumped in my arms, like, the excitement, you know, I just spun around and, you know, set her down because, you know, I was like, whoa, what in the world? Uh, so I guess just the pure excitement that I seen just from that, like that's that's one moment 
uh, that'll never leave. Her name was Daisy. Um, but I'll tell you, like, just the, the, just the joy of her just actually scoring, you know, it, I'll never forget that. Uh, so that, that is, that's probably one of the, the, the brightest moments, I guess, of the career. So, Coach, that will conclude the interview. So thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, I appreciate you having me, and you will keep up the good work. All right, thank you, sir. So when we come back, A-level head varsity boys soccer coach Alex Forget will join us on the other side. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Big Cast Experience. Here's your host, Grant Wakefield and Brody Gravett. That's right, Brent. We are the Big Cast, and welcome back. And joining us now is the head boys soccer coach here at Hay Level High School, Coach Alex Friel. Coach, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me. So, first off, what are you looking forward to forward to most this year? Uh, just competing. Uh, most of our guys, you know, kind of been with the program uh, since they were seventh, eighth grade. Uh, Zeke Shipman, Grayson Smith, uh, Hugo Ortiz, Moses. So we got a uh, we got a lot of talent coming back. So. We're just kind of – we want to enjoy it. We don't want to kind of rush it and just have a good season with them. So, and you talk a lot of experience coming back. Talk some of the other talent you may have, some newcomers that may be on the scene. Yes, the uh, we have uh, from Russellville, I know, I think he moved to Texas, Miguel Flores. Um, he transferred here to Haleville uh, this summer, this past summer, and uh, he's going to be uh, big for us. Um, really, anyone that goes to Russville and played at Russville, they're, they're really good. So he's going to help us big time. So we're glad to have him. Also, uh, we have uh, Lewis Barber. Um, he's he's coming out and he's giving soccer a try, and uh, he's fast and he's picking up. You know, <laughs> he's picking up right at it. So I'm glad he's coming out. So we got a good pieces. Uh, got a couple young kids that played JV last year. Uh, Nathan Lolly and uh, Stephen Ramos will help us this year. All right, talk about uh, a little about the schedule this upcoming season. Schedule. So usually we play, you know, Mars Hill every year. We, you know, of course, uh, our area is Russellville, Lawrence County, Hamilton, and West Morgan. Um, we also added for the first time Florence. We'll play Florence. Florence is probably one of the top teams around here as far as soccer programs. They had, you know, ten plus years having a soccer program. Um, we also uh, play Hartsell again this year. Um, uh, Ham, you know, of course, Hamilton, Lawrence County, like our area. Uh, our new, our newcomer uh, that we're playing this year is Clements. Um, we play them, and uh, we'll play Tharptown again. So we got a, we got a lot of talent and a lot of good teams. We'll play this year. So, can I talk? How long have you been in the Halo City School system, and when did you become the no, new boy soccer coach? Yes, I started uh, about five years ago, and at that time, Coach White. Um, was the coach and uh I know he talked about you know kind of stepping down and uh I told him I wanted to kind of help with the program because you know Haleville um I knew that you know this is their seventh uh year starting the soccer program I knew that um with the kids they have they just um could potentially be a good team into a great team so uh that first year I was there uh coach McNutt actually called me and said hey do you want to be the head soccer coach and I told him yes, and uh, five years later, I've, I've been it since. So, so soccer can be physically de- can be a physically demanding game. How do you make sure your players are in game shape? 
Uh, just kind of do game-like situations in practice. Um, for example, we've, we focus on a lot of fundamental stuff, first 45 minutes, hours uh, of practice. And after that, just kind of uh, game-like situations, um, just get them prepared. Um, and you really don't know until you, uh, you basically scrimmage or you play your first game. So there's going to be a lot this year that we're going to have to change um, to add. So um, this takes time, and um, we'll get there, but we really won't know until our first game. <laughs> so, and you are also the head basketball coach over at the middle school. Yes. For the basketball. Yes. How do you manage having a little girl at home, and how do you manage coaching both sports and your family at the same time? Yes. Um, it's, uh, it's a challenge, but, um, you know, middle school, it does last a couple months, so, um, and the games are a little earlier, and I'm home a little early. Um, it's tough. Um, I do with my wife, uh, Whitley, and, you know, my little girl, Emily, they do come to the games, so it's tough. I'm, you know, five, six months out of the year. I'm either at practice or at a game, so um, when I'm not, I'm usually spending time with that. You just, you gotta, you gotta find, find ways, and you gotta make time to um, be with your family, and I try to do that, so, um, but I also do enjoy being around the guys. Uh, much like any sport, soccer has positions on the field dedicated to a certain duty. What different characteristics are you looking for in your players when choosing the position they will be playing? Uh, really just, you know, if they're a defender, we usually look at speed, um, ball control, um, if they're able to send the ball back to the midfielders, to the strikers. Um, you know, of course, like Lewis's example, he's fast. So we put him, we're going to put him as striker, which is, you know, a person who scores the ball. So just basically their athletic abilities and their IQ of where to kind of put them um, in what position. You know, for example, Zeke, um, he can do it all. He's been around the game for a long time. So he's our center mid, um, which is kind of like a point guard in basketball. So he's always touching the ball. He's always facilitating the ball and setting everyone up. And kind of to go back a little bit, but – you have guys that may be starting from their seventh grade year all the way to their senior year. What does it mean to have like that kind of experience, especially as, as a leadership role on the team? Uh, it's it's big time, um, and I tell people all the time like soccer is one of those. If you don't gel together, um, you're probably not going to be very good. You can have all the talent in the world, um, and if you watch really watch professional soccer. Most of those teams that are together, they played 10, 15 years together because that's why they're so dominant. Um, it's just kind of gelling together, um, experience, you know, good and bad together. And I think that's what this team um, has done over the past. Um, just been together, experienced a lot of things, and they know where they're going to be at and uh, what to do. And another question is, Soccer has become more and more popular in this area. The state used to be, it was just centralized, like big cities like Florence, Huntsville, Birmingham. But now it's becoming more and more popular. What, what do you think may be accredited to that, maybe in, in the lower classifications of soccer yes. getting more and more popular? And uh, what a lot of people don't know is we're in a 4 and 5A area, so we have to order us to make the playoffs. we got to beat you know, Russellville, which is a 5A. Lawrence County is a 5A. Um, just because there's not enough programs with soccer programs. You know, Hamilton started their soccer program, I think, three or four years ago. So bigger schools around the 4A, some private schools that are smaller, you know, 1 to 3A, they're getting pro, uh, soccer programs. I think in the next five or ten years, more 
schools start getting it. Um, and it's kind of new down here, you know. So um, I think when people give it a try and kind of learn about it, I think really, hey, you know, soccer's pretty fun. So I just really think it's going to take time for it to grow. And uh, eventually, hopefully, everyone can have their um, own, you know, 1A, 2A, you know, different A's so you don't have to compete with bigger schools because mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be tougher. Uh, what would you say is the biggest thing you've learned in your coaching career so far? Uh, biggest thing is being patient. Um, you know, that, my first year I wanted I wanted to beat uh, Russellville. Um, I wanted to go as far as we can, but at the same time, I got to get these guys ready, you know, on and off the field. And just being patient, um, working with them, um, having them understand that good things takes time. You know, if it's if it's easy, you know, everyone would do it. So the biggest thing was this um, being patient, um, kind of this enjoying the grind, enjoying the journey, and then eventually we'll get there. Well, we don't know when. We hopefully it's this year, but you know, hard work pays off. So we just we, we're grinding daily and we're just enjoying the journey. And. Uh, last year, you were able to make the playoffs for the first time in mm -hmm. program history, boys or girls. Yes. How how important is that step moving forward in the future, knowing that you got that off your back, you made the playoffs, now it's time to make that next step, get to the state finals, get to the... Yes, um, it's big. Um, and, of course, you know, we are in probably the, one of the best areas around here, which is Russell went, you know, fourth, fourth or fifth year... Um, starting program they made it to the state championship um they're ranked number two or number three in four and five a west morgan um a couple years ago made it to the state championship so we got a tough task but we know if we could compete with those teams um we can beat anyone and just making the playoffs last year um i know the guys really enjoyed it um we had a chance that we probably could have made it to the second and third round you know things didn't go our way but I think it's just um, it's really just the beginning with them. Um, they want to go further. They want to work harder, and it's just it's good to see that success. Uh, them making the first playoffs and having understands that hey, you know we're good enough to play with anybody if we, we play our best game. So it's just um, just keep working, and um, it's just the beginning for them. Uh, besides just the game of soccer and you teaching the kids about the game of soccer. Um, what would you say is something that you would want them to take on in their life? Uh, just being tough, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, when they graduate or whatever um, happens after high school, um, things, you know, life happens, um, good and bad. So um, I just want them to understand that, you know, if it's something that went wrong in a job or some family issues, that's, you know, get up and keep going. You know, don't quit, um, whatever it is. Um, kind of, you know, be positive because things happen that we can't control and, and if I can teach them to keep moving forward uh, to get back up and uh, keep grinding then they're gonna be okay and one thing is you and coach Whitten helped coach both yes. boys and girls what is it like to have him number one the head coach for the girls but also help you with the boys as well um, it's awesome, man. We're always, uh, especially, we don't get to see each other much in practice because he has one side of the field and he's working with his girls and I'm working with uh, the guys. So, But during the games, we help each other a lot. Um, he'll see some stuff um, or some subs that I need to sub in 
Um, so we just kind of help each other out. Um, you know, having a different viewpoint um, definitely helps, and uh, Witten does a great job helping me out with that. All right. So, in your career, what has been what has been the most rewarding part of it? The most rewarding part is this: uh, I have a lot of guys that graduated the last five years. They'd come up to me, you know, kind of tell them that hey, I'm having a kid, or um, I graduated uh, uh, college, or um, you know, I, I'm about to start this job. Just coming back and knowing that hey, I made an influence um, on that on that player and that's uh, on that kid. Um, that's probably the most rewarding, man. Um, they just just them coming back. You know, I know kids, um, especially you guys, are always busy. You don't have much time, but them taking their time, come see me at practice or games, give me a hug. I think that's the most rewarding. And we'll kind of wrap up with this. What is something that a fan may see this year if they go to a Halo soccer game? Uh, they're gonna see uh, the Halo Lions compete. Doesn't matter if we're playing Florence or we're playing Tharptown, whoever it is, um, having fun out there and playing as a team, like a uh, close bond, and just getting after it. Um, you know, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, we got several home games this year. Um, I think our first home game is third week of February, um, but they're a joy to be around and they compete, they get after it, and they're not going to back down to anyone. So, Coach, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you. So, when we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll be right back. You know what, Brody? What, Grant? Our studio really looks good, doesn't it? It sure does, thanks to Bethany Honey of Refine Home Store and Design. Big thank you to Bethany for donating items to make our studio look fantastic. Welcome you back, and that will conclude today's episode of the Big Cast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Coach Whitten and Coach Bergell for stopping by today to talk about the upcoming soccer season. And don't forget to listen to our episodes on Spotify or YouTube. Like and subscribe to the Roar YouTube page. Follow us on social media on Instagram at the Big Cast, on Twitter at Big Cast HHS, or email us with BigCastHHS at gmail.com. All lowercase. All lowercase. And for the entire Big Cast crew, I'm Grant Wakefield. And I'm Brody Graves. Saying so long, till next time.